0: Are you gonna put moving forward? You you know I know you put that little post about what we obviously when we turned the sofa around did it. Are you gonna put that at the start of each episode now? I'm thinking so, yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I thought. Yeah. That's the whole that's the whole plan. Welcome to our podcast for Living Room Chat with Ryan and Matt. So I'm Ryan, he's Matt. We're two self-employed estate agents working out of the Reading area in
1: Berkshire. This podcast is lifting the lid on the trials and tribulations of being an
0: estate agent. So have a listen follow along, fire us over your questions. But for now, let's dive into the episode. Welcome back to the Living Room Chat podcast with myself, Ryan, and this guy, Matthew. Or was it Matt? Oh, yeah, it's Matthew, Matt,
1: Matt whichever. <laughs> i never That's... call you
0: Matthew. It sounds really weird.
1: Yeah, as I get older, I'm, I'm more okay with Matthew. When I was younger, I was like, no, I
0: want to be Matt. Do you have different names for different clients? Like, uh, if you're meeting I'm someone always... who's similar, you're just Matt. If someone's quite like posh or bigger house, like oh hello, I'm Matthew.
1: I've never done that. Maybe I should do that. <laughs> I do. I do um pronounce my T's more, Matta, Matta, because sometimes people think I say Max, and then it's this whole thing.
0: And anyway, anyway, good stuff. Right, cool, episode cool. seventeen. I really enjoyed the last episode. Obviously, I had a month off, and now we're back <clears> eight <throat> days later and back in the swing of it straight back away back
1: in the swing of it yeah we still got to do 40 episodes so I haven't do. done the maths on how many weeks we have left I, but do you know what
0: I listened back to our other episode because I was sad and did that and I know I, th- I said 35 months left uh, sorry 35 weeks left of the year I, I, I've been meaning to check I've actually had no idea it must I've, be about right though
1: I feel like the last episode we went quite we were like raw and honest like disclosing our
0: yeah financials first year our tears our fears everything yeah so So let's uh, let's not do that again.
1: Well, when I was editing it, I was like, "Do I want this to be out there in the world?" But then I thought, "Fuck it."
0: But that's the whole idea of this. It's is to get our personality out to the world. People can see us. Like we are, we're estate agents, but everything our business is geared around doing now is different. It would take yeah. taken the estate agency rulebook and thrown it out the window and start yeah. from scratch. So yeah, actually, yeah. it is about us. We we are the brand. We are, I'm brand, Ryan Bloomfield. Your brands. Matt or Matthew Barrell, Barrell, Matthew Barrell, <laughs> rather than Matt Barrell. I've
1: I've tricked Sophie up until very recently that my proper pronunciation is Barrell. Yeah, and so she's been going around saying, "Oh no, it's not Barrell, it's Barrell." And like <laughs> really, my Barrell. girlfriend is six
0: years. <laughs> Barrell, two L's. Um, anyway, let's dive into a state agency chat. So we've yeah. got a couple of topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm li- I like the fact. I know when we started the podcast, we'd script certain things—not to say script. It was all off the cuff, but we had actual written down things we we're going to do. I like the fact that we can just go and just talk from talk from the heart—that's it—and knowledge. That's it. just... But I know one thing we're keen to discuss, and it's a common common topic that comes up, especially with buyers, because there's so much research they can do. There's so much media coverage. There's so much headlines yeah. of you know you have. 17th of April said, oh house prices are dropped 10%. 18th of April, house prices are up 10% And where the hell do they get these figures from? Yeah. So I thought we wanted you want to dive a little bit. And talk yeah a little
1: bit more about I, that. I um, I saw I think data came out a couple of days ago from the Office of National Statistics uh, about house prices dropping in um, It was February or March I don't know what the lag is on that data, but this is the data from the official Sales, which have closed and gone through,
0: yeah
1: um, and it just got me thinking about how misleading property data can be yeah. because there's always a lag <clears throat> absolutely from the day a sale is agreed or from the day a property goes on the market to the day it completes, and then even once it completes, then the data has to be published and yeah. all of that stuff i so. think
0: it's in, in in a in a boring <laughs> in a boring we all like we all like boring stable market yeah um it can be quite useful because it's it's pretty factual information but yeah. from what we've just gone through since like well, the last 3 years with the change in the marketplace from the boom times of late 2020 2021 and half of 2022 to the last 6 months we've had where prices have dropped mm-hmm. the data is so out of uh, out of whack and yeah. this is what I say this to sellers all the time they say well you know that one sold that one completed last month and sold for 330 grand i was like yeah that's cool. But we don't know when that sale was agreed. Like that could have been agreed in end of September when the market was at the highest point it possibly could be. Yeah. And by the time that transaction goes through, three months, that's December, January time, then it takes three months to upload onto land registry, So the solicitors have three months to upload it onto land registry. We're talking six months difference. In the six months that market's dropped. Yeah. So you and can't really talk about it.
1: And like things turned so quickly last September after the mini budget that the the data just couldn't keep up with the change in real time yeah so you know the office for national statistics the same prices have gone down in February I think nationwide said they went down but Halifax said they went up yeah if you're a buyer or a seller you know naturally you're just gonna latch on to the data which suits your point
0: yeah Um, it's interesting because again it's how and I think you you touched on that point there how that data is Got and analysed, and Mm. know where it's come from. So there's, you know, for example, some lenders. I know Halifax is generally pretty good, Mm. but there's some lenders where they'll release a statement saying house prices are up six percent month on month. What they're actually looking at is the average loan or average value of the property they've set mortgages for. Yeah, on application. But we all know as estate agents that basically a third of transactions don't go through. Yeah. And how many people don't get their mortgage and have to reapply. So by basing data of house prices going up on the fact that you, you, you've processed a mortgage application is stupid. Like it's, it's beyond ridiculous. Yeah. The only thing you can look at is completed house sale prices. And then look at the month and where things are.
1: Yeah, exactly. But of course with a completed... With a completed number, that's... It's not even three months after, it's at least four, four probably six, five yeah. or six, isn't it? Yeah. Um, You know, half a year, and a lot a lot changes in half a year.
0: How many times per week on a viewing do you hear someone say, why is the price priced as it is? Because obviously Zoopla says it's worth this much. Yeah. How I many mean, times do you hear that? The
1: last few months, it's been pretty constant buyers saying oh well house prices are dropping aren't they yeah you know i'm like well house prices have already dropped yeah in my opinion yeah and then of course all of the articles are sort of to be fair i feel like it's calmed down a little bit now yeah but certainly um the the last six months i just feel like there's been a huge like it's going to crash 30 percent. no it's going to be fine and obviously the truth is always somewhere in the middle
0: yeah yeah, I always say to people when they quote Zoopla prices to me, I always say this, this exactly. It probably comes across a little bit rude, but that's me. Um, I'll be like, I'd say, do you know exactly how the Zoopla algorithm works? And everyone will go, well, no. I was like, right. neither do I. So why the fuck are you looking at it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it, you don't know what it's basing that on. No. I say, look at what's on the market currently today for sale and under offer. That has a true gauge of where the market should be.
1: Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. So um, just be wary of house price statistics. Yeah, absolutely. Um, completely
0: agree. And, and don't base your decisions off what you read online. Like no. when you buy a house, do your research. Okay. Use all the data that's available. Look at what's on the market. Look what's comparable. And then base your decision off on that and how much you like it and how long you're going to live there and how much your mortgage is going to be. Don't worry if a house is on at 330 and Zuppla says it's worth three hundred. Fuck Zoopla.
1: And also remember that your individual purchase is an individual purchase. Yeah. So the general trend of the market can be that it's going up, but you could be buying from Mr. and Mrs. Smith who are getting a divorce and they've just had their sale fall through and they need a desperate so, sale, yeah. So the Halifax index can say prices have gone up ten percent month on month. Yeah. But your individual purchase, you could get it less yeah. and buck the trends so interesting um, yeah it's all about the individual circumstances right
0: absolutely totally agree hopefully mm. that clears up for everyone what yeah. the price issues are Feel don't like read it
1: we're always media bashing aren't we and i'd I
0: but quite rightly so because obviously the media is there to sell stories and mm. sell news and mm. i've talked about it a lot i think i did it in my last update about the uh, the statistic was uh, highest annual price fall since the recession in 2008. Yeah. And the headline said, you know, house prices drop over 3% year on year. That was one part of one end of Scotland <laughs> in the UK. <laughs> but if you took the over, like, the South East, for example, was 1.1% change. It still dropped, don't get me wrong, but it's not as doom and gloom as it, it came out. Like, how many times do you scroll through Sky News or BBC News, other news providers are available, um, and read the headlines and jump into the story because of the headline and go, well, they fucking, that doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, well, it's only since being in property and being in the trenches and understanding what's happening day by day and then seeing the news and how it's portrayed. You,
0: it makes you angry, doesn't it? Well, it's just so obvious
1: yeah. how misleading it is.
0: Which is why I feel the content we put out as avocado partners make, allowing people to understand what's happening with mortgage rates, allowing them yeah. to understand what's happening exactly with house prices. We're not doing it to promote ourselves. Disclaimer, yes, we are. <laughs> Second disclaimer. Cool. We're actually doing it to generally help the public. That is that yeah. is the sole goal, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think so. And just, to, well, just, to, what do they call it? De- it's not debug, de... Debunked. Debunked. Is it? Yeah, debunk, debunk. For, myth. For the myth. Deconstruct the myth. Deconstruct, yeah. that point. one.
0: Um, anyway. Um, yeah. I've got a, another story, and it's about persistence and in particular social media I'm sure like most people you get lots of messages from various companies offering services whether that be through sponsored ads or actual DMs into the Facebook messenger so I have a lot of people trying to sell me valuation leads that's cool I'm well aware of you've got something you do in prop tech and that's cool I feel like what we do we've got our own device and I don't need to pay anyone else to do that
1: is, is the word prop relevant there?
0: No, there's actually got nothing, no relevance to the point I'm going to make. Right. There's another guy who has been, he friended me on Facebook, I would say about two and a half years ago. And I counted back, he sent me 26 messages over two and a half years. He's a fitness guy and he works in the fitness industry. And I don't know who, I don't know him, I don't know anything about him. I've tried to look at his website, it looked all a bit fishy, so I've just ignored him. And he messaged me again yesterday afternoon, evening about nine o'clock and I was just on my phone and I thought, do you know what? Fair play. So I wrote back to him, I really appreciate your persistence. I'd love a free copy of your hour and a half plan to get yourself in shape for the next four weeks. And he's like, cheers, Ryan. Here's the link. I haven't touched the link because I don't know if it's a scam. (laughs) But it just goes on, it it took me back to thinking about how many times we contact clients as estate agents. Yeah. Because when I was on the high street, you'd call call someone every six months. Hi, are you looking to move? No, I'm not. Great, I'll call you six months. Bang. Does that annoy people? Or if you make that call every six months in five years' time, right, we're actually going to sell. Who's that fucking estate agent that keeps calling? Oh, yeah. That guy from that company. Let's go to them. Yeah. Do you remember valid, validated, valid, valid. Oh my god! Vala, valid, validity, validity, validity. In that process,
1: I do. Yeah, I think I think what we're doing is sales, and it's that persistence. Um, you know what they say, like for every ninety nine nos, you get one yes. You keep on knocking, yeah. and all of that stuff, um, which is really annoying because I just want everyone to come to me and sign up with me. Yeah, but that's not the reality. And you
0: want you want every single contact that you either get through your media or your marketing or your contacts whatever happens yeah you want them to be instant business yeah and the reality is very very few of them are yeah for sure and it's it's about the journey taking one after that isn't it
1: well and it kind of makes me think about something I've been thinking to myself recently about celebrating my exchanges more Mm -hmm. um not that I've had masses of them recently but so few of my interactions with people actually lead to a commission. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do, yeah, Because, you know, for every two appointments you'll go on, that will lead to maybe one listing, and then not every listing sells. Yeah. You know, so actually um, celebrating the exchanges more. But
0: to your point, I think, yeah, being persistent. I think it's key in any walk of life. Yeah, you know, there's a, There's a fine line between being... Harassing someone or, or or being persistent, and this dude on Facebook, I'd get a message probably every, sometimes it'd be two months, sometimes it'll be three months, and it was it wasn't offensive. It was like, hey man, he actually said hi Ryan. So he's clearly going on to do an individual messaging. Mm. Hi Ryan, just put this together. Would you be interested? Let me know. And I wouldn't respond. And The next message would be, hi Ryan, not sure if you saw my message before, but I've just done this now. You know, would you like to get involved?
1: I think it's um, you know online you hear a lot of talk about providing value yeah you know provide value up front yeah. so and I um, think
0: that's exactly what he's doing but then there's so many people out on social media saying that's what you should be doing so clearly it works the way the way people buy stuff has changed massively isn't it
1: well what I want what I'm trying to do with my market updates is just give a very easy to watch like summary of what's going on yeah um, and I want to try and leverage those better to like you know, send to people like that guy did. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, it's a good option, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, anything else you've got that in the property world that you wanted to talk about? I've got one, I've got another topic. You have? Yeah. But it's your guys. So. Um,
1: no, I can't think of anything. Got, got lots of bits going on. Um, but, uh, nothing we're putting on the pod right yeah, not now. Yeah. Yeah. Watch the um, space there. Eh? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, cool. It was, I don't know if you've seen the WhatsApp group this morning about that, uh, a screenshot from I think an agent was being taken out on door knocking training. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? It just it just sums up estate agents in one fell swoop.
1: What? Like the fact that you do door knocking training and in the and off fact you need
0: to train for it. Like if all right, not I. I hate door knocking. I I did it for quite a lot of my career to generate business. Yes, it had wins, but for what it caused, I just. I just don't like it. I I don't know your
1: opinion was on it. Yeah, Yeah, I
0: don't like it. I don't agree with it. I just think it's, um, I think it's old school the state agency. Mm. But all of that, I mean, they're literally just writing our ammo for us in terms of what we do because we're all about being personal. Like, personal. Your friend next door. Your mate that sells your house for you. That's kind of our vibe. That's that's you know family run business. Morals at heart. I wouldn't go and knock on someone's door to try and generate business, especially if they're on the market with someone else because they've made their decision. Like, if they want to come to yeah. us, they come to us.
1: I, I don't feel, especially in a, in a world where we have, you know, social media and ads and ways to get out there.
0: So many better ways of doing it.
1: Although I don't, you know, if people want to door knock, the funny thing is, though, it's not something you can really train for, is it?
0: No. You're either good speaking to people or you're not good at speaking to people.
1: Yeah, and,
0: and if, you can't train it, someone to do that. You know,
1: and if if you knock on a door and there's a Rottweiler and an old bloke telling you to fuck off, you know, you you're not you're not, yeah. you're not turning that into an instruction. See,
0: our, we were taught a certain way of doing things was um, you knock on someone's door, and um, you'd say, uh, "Oh, just just doing a viewing around the corner of the house, a second viewing." Um, they wanted to view yours, but haven't heard from back from the estate agent, so I just wanted to see if we could possibly arrange a viewing for you. That's yeah. literally how we were taught to do. So it. that
1: was the training to just lie and basically,
0: yeah, mislead. Yeah. Oh, just do a view around the corner. Saw you in the market. Can I help at all? Can I get your and name and number and I'll keep in touch. And it's completely plausible. So the owner of that house would have no idea. Well, I think, idea. yeah, and nothing against home owners and sellers. But if you don't work in the industry, you you aren't clued up to these certain things. You know, how many times we feel like people have been misled? They haven't. They just they just didn't know they were being misled. And it's exactly the same principle. People will be like, what? He's called my estate agent and they haven't called him back. I'll be right on the phone. Yeah. How many times, you, know, yeah. you can hear? you can hear people say things to you that, you know, maybe a little disgruntled or haven't got the interest they want. Yeah. You can hear things they say. And I was like, hang on, are you reading an email from another estate agent? Because that does not sound like you. <laughs> yeah, you've yeah. clearly got some other alternative someone napping in your ear.
1: Well, And that's, that's the bullshit, isn't it? Again, yeah. it's like an agent knocking on someone's door and saying i've tried to get hold of you through your agent and they're not replying so that's a lie you're making the agent that they've chosen look bad yeah. even though they haven't done anything wrong
0: but then all it takes is that that in their mind even if they don't believe the estate agent they've they've sown a seed because the next time they don't call to book a viewing or next time they forget to give feedback or don't lock the turn, a, leave a light on in the house or don't lock the front door all these little cumulative things add up mm. and that's where issues cause because then the lack of communication comes in, you then call to speak to the manager, he's on the phone, you don't get called back to the next day. It's this vicious cycle of poxy, bad estate agency. Yeah. Which is why you self-employed estate agents who care about what they're doing and are there every step of the way. Not, not just saying Avocado, there's some fantastic companies out there now. Um, and that's the way forward,
1: in my opinion. Absolutely. And I think also because our reputation's on the line. You know, w- yeah. wouldn't take many silly little tricks like that and get caught out before, you know, you get a few bad reviews and all of a sudden your reputation's tarnished online. Yeah,
0: exactly that. Exactly yeah. that. It's, um, yeah, it's an interesting one. I thought we'd bring it up, though, because it's quite yeah, funny. Yeah,
1: I, I think it's a good point, though. And I think um, I think a lot about how I don't think estate agents realize how much their words kind of stay with people sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think we're so used to talking to so many different people, talking about the market. And it was when my my granny moved home mm-hmm. a couple of years ago and um she was referring to something an estate agent said 25 years ago when wow. she last moved. Yeah. And it was something like, oh well the estate agent said they had lots of lots of interest in that house and I just thought, like, you know, you're yeah.
0: What are you want about? She had
1: no idea if I was, you know, loads of interest. <laughs> that could have been some junior, junior negotiator saying, "Yeah, yeah lots of interest," but that stuck with her for yeah. twenty-five years. Yeah, as like, oh, the nice estate agent in the suit said this. Yeah. So it must be
0: true. Yeah. Really, I don't know why people get so much gives so much credit because, like, <laughs> half the things that come out of mouths of estate agents, is, is not true. But I always, I make a thing of this now, like when I finish evaluation, if I don't come on the market there and then, I'll say, look, this is how we do things. I'm going to send you the valuation report. I'm going to give you a call next week. You know, answer any other questions you've got. Let Mm. me know. Drop me a WhatsApp. I said, if they've had other agents, I said, you will get a call this week from the other estate agent telling you they've got three or four viewings for you. Can you bring the rounds? Okay. They will say that and I'll come around and get contract signed and then you're with them. Okay. And tie up to you if that's what you want to do. Um, I will get viewings for you with the exposure, but I'm not gonna I'm not that guy, I'm not gonna call them. I'm not gonna call you and say I've got people straight away because viewings. Yeah. it's it's it'll be a lie. I can mm-hmm. get viewings for you, but why do you need to know it? You know I can get viewings for you. And then I've had it a couple of times in the last I'd say probably twice in the last two months, where I've gone around to do take-on and they've said, Oh, funny enough, Ryan, you know you said about that agent calling. i was like, yeah, they they literally did that. So you know, funny. you came out on the Tuesday and on the Thursday they called me, said they had three viewings for Saturday. Yeah. And I just instantly said, I instantly thought, they're lying. Yeah, I was like, they probably were. And they probably would have got three viewings for you. They wouldn't have been any good. They wouldn't want to have seen it. And then you signed up with them for three months and, and you're off. Yeah, it's just... Uh, a book. The old tricks. It's, it's, again, like, who
1: wouldn't want to believe that? Mm. Oh, my God, I saw someone on a Tuesday. They've worked for me for free on the Wednesday and they've got me these viewings now for the weekend. Yeah. Brilliant.
0: Yeah, all I no. need to do is sign this contract and they're going to get sold for me.
1: Yeah, who, who wouldn't yeah. want to believe And that?
0: even if, like, we used to get, uh, my my old business, like, we used to get like one-off contract signed. So, can I have a contract for one viewing? Right, okay. And it'd be no agreement length, fees set out. So I said, if this person buys it, this is the fee, it's one viewing, there's no other, you have no other affi- affiliation with us at all. Okay. And all you have to do is get one viewing and go and do the viewing yourself Call them straight away, give them feedback the next day, and they say, "I'm sorry, that one hasn't worked out." I have actually got a couple more though. I mean, do you want to go ahead? And yeah, you, you're, you're so much ahead of the other estate agents then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, sometimes it come off. Sometimes you would sell it. Yeah, which is just that I would call that good estate agency.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking, is that wrong or is that
0: that's kind of necessarily
1: like offering to work for free in advance, isn't it? Yeah. Um,
0: but i like our blueprint of what we do in terms of how we market properties with the social media things first the coming soon videos and then the full launch at the right price with the video to get like a block yeah it works well
1: and, and people always ask oh do you have buyers waiting do you have a database like yeah absolutely like every agent will have a database yeah. of buyers but someone who's looking for a house one week will find a house the next week. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of...
0: And oh, we, we talked about in a previous episode, didn't we? Like, you know, clients are just sat by the phone waiting for estate agent X to call them. Who's going to call? Is he going to call? <laughs> yeah. Is she going to call?
1: Yeah. I had a... There was a seller who didn't list for me a couple of months ago for a flat in town. Um, and they... We were talking and they said, oh, well, we really like the agent we bought through. And they told us we have investors waiting, so we're going to go on with them. And I thought... I thought, okay, okay,
0: cool, yeah.
1: The yeah, investors waiting, yeah. the investors, with all of this money, they just sat on this pile of cash waiting for, yeah.
0: No, they're not, they're sat, they're sat in a big chair at the bank, just staring at their safe going, they're going to call it in a minute. They're going to call. They're
1: going to call me. You know, I saw this flat come on for a price, just way above where it needed to be, yeah. and it was chopped down in quick succession, and then it was sold, but they'd have been tied into a yeah. 12-week contract. And that's the
0: thing, it's like, it's like you know you always say investors, like, Common misconception of investors is they always try and knock you down and price and buy below market value. Mm. They don't. If the numbers work, they work. If they don't, yeah. they don't. They're not yeah. being rude or trying to make it difficult. If yeah. the fi- figures stack up at 175, they'll pay 175, regardless of what it's on the market for. If they don't, they won't.
1: But no one talks about the fact that the, the number one way investors make money in property is buying distressed. Sales. Yes. Yeah. No one talks about this.
0: Below market value. Yeah. Quick refurb, refinance, pull out forty grand, go again.
1: So, like, how many people, both of us, could pick up the phone and sell a house immediately if it was if it was the right price? If it was the right. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've got four or five solid investors in my phone book Mm. that have got enough money to buy cash. If I called them and said, look. I've got this opportunity. This is your profit margin. This is the opportunity here. Are you interested? They'll be like, yep, yeah, let's go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I know a guy who's like, anything that's a 10% yield in the South of England, 10% yield, whatever it is, residential, commercial, whatever, I'll buy it, 10% yield.
0: Yeah. And there's, there are people like that around, so. Yeah. All interesting, all good time. I think I sent
1: you this screenshot yesterday, one of my sellers who listened to the podcast. Yeah. Which is uh I thought quite cool. Yeah, my immediate reaction was like, "Shit, what How, have I um, said on these podcasts? What
0: did they? They said something about they said something about what we'd said, though, right?
1: Like yeah, something
0: about leases, wasn't it?
1: I think we were talking ground rents about searches. Yeah, about the sellers applying for searches up front Fine. or something.
0: That was a little while ago, wasn't it?
1: Could have been. It just yeah, I, I don't know. Obviously, we've got hours now of content out there. Yeah, I know. Um, but that's cool. The pods getting out there.
0: Uh no, it is absolutely, absolutely. I think it's good. We just need to push a little bit more on the old um, YouTube, yeah. YouTube shorts just to get it out to a wider audience because it's yeah. not. Although we're based here, it's not about locally, is it? So, mm. um, we got another. Should we have another? We've got must have one more topic. Let's just think of another topic. Well, I'm.
1: I'm curious to know how did you enjoy your pop tart I just made for you before we started uh, recording. <sighs>
0: Is that the last topic? I couldn't believe you never had a Pop-Tart before. Never had a Pop-Tart. I
1: know they're a bit of an American thing,
0: but... So you've come back from America and now you're all pop tied up? Like, right. Well, I
1: hadn't had one in ages and they were just staring at me on the supermarket shelf. So do you
0: not have any in America? No. I My brother's in America at the moment. Is he? He's in San Francisco. Nice. Yeah. He's there for a week and then they fly to Hawaii. Have <sighs> do you have a half living? Eh?
1: Cool. <laughs> cool yeah so is he he's
0: not in property I tell you that for nothing
1: is he sightseeing in San Fran or yeah so
0: he's work he's got a work awards um in Hawaii so basically it's a a works event in Hawaii so him and his wife have gone out but they thought rather than traveling all that way for a week why don't they just book a week in San Francisco first do some sightseeing and then go down to Hawaii and party nice so they've got two weeks so um fair play to him that's that's awesome I'm like I'm chuffed for him
1: I'm still got the holiday blues from coming back from Los Angeles. So
0: I still haven't. I still haven't even booked a holiday this year.
1: Got to do it, mate.
0: I know. I need a holiday, but I need to work hard more because yeah. work hard now, holiday in later life.
1: It's um, it's hard as well trying to balance it in because you could book a holiday now in April for August. Yeah, you don't know what business you're going to have. Yeah, you don't know on how on busy August. you're going to be.
0: And the thing is, it doesn't matter how busy you are or you're not. Leading up to holiday, you always go crazy, crazy busy. Yeah. Because you know you haven't got... Oh, I could just do that Monday. Because you know you won't be here. I mean, I suppose you can take your laptop or your iPad and do it from overseas, but it's still not really the same, is it? Well, I, I was... I, there was one night in LA. I
1: had to stay up until half past 12 at night. <laughs> crazy. Pretty
0: crazy, mate, yeah. Which, Two and a half hours after your bedtime. Which was... <laughs>
1: Which was um, half past eight in the morning here, just so I could make a call to a surveyor. Right. Um, and there's little things like that, you know. To say um, that I'm
0: not any country mate, so you can't go around.
1: Yeah, it was some just bullshit situation that turned out not to matter anyway. But um, Cool. Fair enough. But actually, to that point, though, about staying up when travelling, Yeah? it's my new thing when I go away now, to wake up early, go to bed early.
0: Well, you when, whilst you're away?
1: Yeah. Because... It was when me and Sophie were in New York, and everywhere we went to in New York was so, so busy. Yeah. We were like, right, we need to get up early and yeah. go to places like first thing in the morning. No one was there. Yeah. So you can...
0: I thought New York was the 24-hour city.
1: No, it's not. People say it is. It's not? People say it is, but I... Do you know... I used to live in New York. Do you know that?
0: Where have you just been on holiday? LA. Oh, right, the other side. Yeah. Other no, side. I didn't know you lived in New York.
1: Yeah, so I did a, I did a summer placement... Okay. Worked for three months working in New York. Okay. Um, doing what? Doing, uh, I was working at a private yacht club. Okay. Um, in like upstate New York. So oh. like not in the city, but... So like, a sailor boy? Yeah, I was just, I was setting up tables and serving drinks Five. and stuff. Okay. Um, but I got two days off a week to go into New York and Amazing. check it out. And that was Monday and Tuesday. Not a lot goes on on Monday and Tuesday. People say New York is a city yeah. who never sleeps, but...
0: They're fucking
1: lying. There's certainly naps on a Monday.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. It's fair um, en- a good idea, though, get up and... Because often you, like... I hate that on holidays where you have a big night out and you get home early hours of the morning, mm. smashed, and then you sleep in till, like, half 11, 12. And yeah. you just wasted half your day of your holiday. You sleep at home.
1: Maybe this is me maturing. Yeah. But I'm now, like, get up early, see stuff, and get back to hotel... You know, usually, you know there's hotels with a random TV channels? <laughs> you yeah. usually got a film on there, like 9, 10 o'clock. Sleeps. And then you're up fresh, you know, 5
0: best thing about holiday, you can't get hangovers. You can't, or you don't? You can't. Physically, I don't understand how anyone can get hangover on holiday. Because the moment you wake up, you have another beer, jump in the pool, wake out, wake, get out of the pool, and you're refreshed, you're ready to go again.
1: Yeah, it is a different vibe, isn't it, on holiday? You can't get
0: hangovers. If you do get hangovers, then you're not a very good drinker <laughs> and you're on the wrong holiday right yeah. you call that a wrap shall we cool all right close us out my friends.
1: cool cool well thanks everyone again for your attention um, for our half an hour of rambling we'll be back next week because we are staying consistent as always you can find us on your social media platform of choice fire us your questions send us your love see you next week love you bye cheers guys